Hi, welcome to Stammer Stories. My name is William Levin and I'm the host and founder of this podcast. In this podcast, we talk about stammering from all perspectives. I'll be talking, talking to people who stammer, people who work in the stammering field, and people who have a general interest in the topic. And today's guest is a very special guest because one of the things about stammering is that we need to change the stigma around it, but also we need to change how people react to stammering, but also how to make it easier for someone with a stammer without making too much of a scene. And this person, Megan, has just done that. She's released, we'll be talking about it in more detail, on name badges at Marks and Spencers, there's now a symbol, if you stammer, that you can have on your name badge that shows that you stammer. And that is a huge change in history. And it's absolutely amazing to see that a big company like Marks and Spencers are doing that. But also, she's a re- recently appointed ambassador like me, for Ashman Stammering Children. And, and yeah, so Megan, welcome to the podcast. Um, 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 uh, thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm, um, um, I'm also really excited to, uh, um, um, uh, um, uh, to come on here and uh, tell you more about it. Amazing. So, Thursday. Can you just introduce yourself and tell our viewers what you do for for, uh, for a living? Um, um, uh, cause my name is Megan, and I am at twenty, um, uh, two years old. I uh, um, 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 uh, from um, uh, um, uh, Southampton, and I uh, currently. Uh, you work at my local MS and have worked for MS for uh, roughly four years now. Wow. Yeah, don't you find it crazy how, like, when, when you love your job, you sort of forget how quickly the time goes. Like, I've been in my job over three and a half years now, but it shows how, mm. like, we'll, we'll be talking about it in more detail, but like, how a job that makes you feel comfortable with your stammer means a lot, but also makes you want to stay with it because you don't really know how your stammer is going to be in other in other companies or in in other settings. So, as you stammer, as you stammer, I would love to talk to you about your stammer. When did you first realize that you had one? But also, how was your stammer at a younger age? So, uh, so I. Uh, um, uh, um, uh, so, uh, my um earliest memory was uh, me having a, uh, having a, dama. I was maybe eight or nine, and uh, then I have had one uh, since the age of five. Um, uh, um, uh, but. I kind of, I kind of really realised it when I was eight or nine, and uh, I guess back then I didn't uh, know any difference, obviously, because that they've always had it, and um, I think the thing I remember the most was uh, the uh, um, initial speech uh, therapy I received, and thinking uh, well because the speech uh, therapy was okay to the four uh, two to five year olds I thought 
this was normal and this is what I needed. And then I remember feeling like I'm nearly nine years old. Why am I, why am I being given these other plastic cars with um, f- farm animals on and very, very, I guess you could say uh, in a pro, in a in a in a appropriate way of giving speak therapy for how old for how old I was. Wow, and um, well, it also makes me think that because you are right, like speech but I feel like speech therapy itself hasn't changed well it's changed now but I feel like before like growing up speech therapy was always like the same did you ever have slip for slide like I remember Buzzy B like uh yeah because like I remember we'd have these uh could have a pack of uh, cards where it uh, was every letter of the alphabet and there was like an animal work through through a vegetable or something like that and we'd always end the session with a game of um of uh of uh guess who and I really vividly remember playing the game and obviously yeah. I guess it was an exercise uh, as well but um yeah um I'd love it to know how they how they deal with children who are above the age who typically do not or should not diverse commas have a stammer. I'd love to know if they've amended it at all or not. Yeah, and well, it's sort of only found it fascinating how like remember so much detail because it was sort of what we knew. Like I had speech therapy every week for the first ten years of my life, so it was. Mm-hmm. well I didn't know anything different as, as you say you don't really know anything different and going through that like I, I was saying to someone how it's really weird so I've got a good memory but I can visualize mm-hmm. the exact route to go to this to the room in the hospital to visualize mm-hmm. the exact room like where we sat like where the window was and it was it's really spooky like when you put your mind to it you can really visualize it and I'm trying to find my old speech and language therapist for her to come onto the podcast because like she's changed oh wow that like, I'm trying to find like I found her name but I've I'm not sure the best way but I'm but I also don't know if she is still a speech and language therapist so I'm trying to find her because she's helped me learn to speak because no one ever thought that I would ever be able to speak properly mm. at all and now I can't stop talking and <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> so it's like definitely defined that that stat <laughs> but it's it's weird like because you're about like we don't know anything else apart from then when I feel like now we stammer mm. way more than we think but actually stammering because like if we have a cover-up word we still sort of disguise that as our stammer don't we like we still sort of like and then if we use the technique to us that's mm. our still stammering but if someone else it's just you just saying that word ever so slightly slower, yeah. but to us, we mm-hmm. still see our stammer. 
yeah uh, and I think one of the things I've uh, been kind of doing this whole bad idea and really getting involved in the community of people like you and me is I'm learning a lot of about it and I've had one for nearly 20 years now and although like then my parents obviously know more about it or they knew more about it because I was younger they were told um uh, by the uh, therapists obviously on the Michael Palin Centre because my mum she went on it with me and uh, she had her sessions with all the other parents <clears throat> and uh, they like they told me everything to feel like as I'm becoming older uh, I'm also learning uh, so much more about uh, not uh, not uh, uh, it's not uh, only my own beat but I really find it interesting how other people talk with uh, do you have a stammer and I think back and I look back when I was younger where I would use a cover-up word and I would use, uh, I would uh, say it, uh, 10 words, for example, but I knew all I needed to uh, say was four, but like you do, uh, I guess you work your way around it, which works for you and I think kind of realizing that did you get older especially is quite con uh, it, it, it did quite a comforting and I no longer have any sh shame in uh, saying words uh, saying alternative words dog saying a uh, uh, saying a phrase where I could have used four words and I used to ten uh, I'm really proud of myself that I don't have any shame or embarrassment about that anymore yeah well it's amazing I think well I think that's the first big step isn't it to sort of to own your stammer and I think it's way easier and I think people think it is like people think it's a very hard thing and it's a very hard thought but actually the backwards mentality of how much better you feel and how much relaxed you feel like like you feel you may feel the worst in a situation like you may think oh they'll notice it more but actually you will feel way more relaxed yourself but also you'll be surprised how more relaxed the other people are as well if you're more relaxed with your stammer have you found that um um, uh, so I have yes. Um, uh, one of the uh, things my parents have never done is wrap me up in cotton wool because they know that if they said uh, you'll never get any nasty comments, you'll never get anybody mimicking your speech, you'll never get negative comments. Uh, I think when I did receive this thing to a comic the mimicking, that it would have made it a lot of work. They've always been 
uh, obviously very protective over me, obviously because I'm a daughter, but they've obviously been very honest with me and have always uh, said, look, Meg, there will be people who actually do feel uncomfortable, not because of you, but because they simply there's not the awareness and uh, 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 a speech impediment and that can make people feel very uncomfortable not because of you or, or, or how long you're taking or what you're saying it is simply because they may have not never met anybody who has a stammer for we'll feel uncomfortable and know what to say. I remember when I was younger, I would get kind of really, really upset at the idea of like people being horrible because yeah, because if they are horrible, it does affect you too little bit. But but again, as I'm now older, I'm kind of realizing that that. Yes, there's going to be some horrible people who are just horrible for the sake of it. But a lot of the time it's because they're not aware of what the stammer uh, uh, is, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. All we can do is raise awareness of it. Oh, Megan, that, what you just said, I, I can relate to a lot of it, but also <laughs> it's just so nice hearing. Because one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast was to show the the inspiring bits of what people are doing but also share mm-hmm. the reality of living with a stammer from someone with a stammer and mm-hmm. you basically just showed that 100% how you're doing amazing inspiring stuff but also you're sharing the, the reality aspect and how actually it well it is a different thing like, I don't think people like we it's hard to tell ourselves that it's not us it's just other people like I think that's the hard, hardest sort of problem that I think people with stammer find is that we take it p- too personally and I think then actually mm. it's just that person being wrong they shouldn't be making fun of your voice and it's just mm. wrong but it's sort of sadly bring, le- leads me on to my next question but also mm-hmm. sharing the well the other side of it as well could you tell me a time when you struggled with your stammer, but also how you overcame that? So, uh, um, uh, so is it if I if I quickly uh, turn on uh, um um yeah, the lights and it's really really dark in here? Sorry, one second. That's okay. <laughs> Thank you. Oh God, I don't like God. Hang on. <laughs> right there, you go. It's a lot better now. Okay. Uh, sorry thank you that's okay don't worry oh okay right there you go that's better now thank you that's okay, okay right uh um uh do you want uh, to re- uh, um shall I read uh, you the question just answer uh yeah yeah shall, shall, shall sure. I read you that um okay so sadly that sort of leads me on to my next question and but however it will also show one side of the aspect but also how the more positive sides and and the side that makes us who we are could you tell me a time when you struggled with your stammer but also 
how you overcame that situation? So I think I remember a time of like a, a, a I was in year seven and eight where you go up to uh, the new school with new people, new experiences, new environment. Um, I remember uh, being uh, uh, quite an anxious um, uh, around that time in particular. And I think my uh, um, uh, demo really uh, took the brunt of that anxiety, basically. And um, I've, uh, I remember at the end of year eight was roughly when I went to the Michael uh, Palin uh, Centre in London. Uh, then I had that uh, two-week intensive course, and uh, when I say intensive, it is very intensive. Yeah. And by the end of the two weeks, I was uh, exhausted because uh, it's obviously it, it is a therapy. And uh, I think kind of really realizing until uh, then uh, the uh, physical aspects of having a stammer. And I think that once I passed that uh, two year um, uh, period, I think I was uh, able to cope in everyday situations of having a stammer. And uh, uh, but then again, in uh, 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 saying that, even now there are days where uh, where I have a um uh, or when my uh, 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 my speech isn't as fluent, and there are days where I do get annoyed with myself because the words won't come out or or. I'm just like, um, uh, or oh, I'm really, uh, 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 tired, and my stammer uh, is then worse. Uh, but then again, uh, much like when I was younger, I have now learned to uh, 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 mind uh, that I will have good days. I will have. Belgians as well as uh, that is okay yeah. and it really really is okay because uh, we're human and all, uh, then obviously uh, that is a perfectly normal and I think the way that I uh, that I um, do overcome the bad days is actually uh, I, I guess uh, I make sure I slow down, I take a breather, I kind of uh, say to myself, look, Meg, uh, you'll be okay in the morning, do a couple of days, and you'll be fine. And also just like taking care of uh, myself. If I don't want to talk uh, a lot uh, that day, and I do my very best not to, not to, to, to be miserable or anything like that uh, but because if I need that time 
to to effectively rest because my spruva beach isn't as fluent as it normally is and that's okay as well uh, leading on to the physical aspect of having a stammer uh, it's not like sure whether or not it's the case for everybody or 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 um I'm even yourself but when I've uh, it's a really long day out of work and I've been talking all day because that is part of my job uh, I do talk all day and whether or not I'm really fluent or uh, or I'm not having a very fluent day all of my muscles uh, all of my mouth muscles uh, my neck muscle my uh, shoulder muscle so constantly uh uh, I guess you could uh, say um, uh, t- uh, t- uh, tight. When they because uh, I talk, all the muscles tense up, and then I, uh, when I get back home, uh, some days I am in agony because it's all that tension you know, of my muscles and everything else. Just with them talking, it, 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 it's a release when I can. It, it, take a step back and slow down and just relax as well so yeah um, I think I cope well with the bad days with where I am uh, where I am a bit um, uh, disfluent well and it sort of makes me realize how similar we are because I went from Michael Palin Center to do a two-week intense course and like mm-hmm. Megan's not joking when she says it's intense it is a full-on intense course but it does mm-hmm. change it does have mastery and I had the exact same situation because I, I but it was from going from school to college because my school mm-hmm. had 80 students in it and, and then my college had 4,000 students so we different sorry but also my school oh, wow. so my school was for people with learning difficulties and mm-hmm. My college was just a normal college, so the anxiety of thinking they may not have met anyone with a stammer before. And I did one year, was was fine, but like my stammer hadn't been that bad in ages. Went to Michael Palin Center, um, it, like it's completely transformed it. And it, but they teach you the key aspect, which is to not let your stammer mm. hold you back. And I think that mm. is such a key aspect. So I'd love to now talk to you about your job. I'd love to know more about your job. I'm going to re-repeat that because I said it in a very weird way. <laughs> no worries. So I'd love to know more about your job. Could you tell me more about it? But also, I would love to know how stammer affects it in the everyday situation. So I'm a assistant. My role the exhibit dominantly, um, typing customers and working with people all day long, uh, which I love. I love working with people, I love talking as well. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, because my role is uh, a very customer facing, and uh, I do an array of things in my job. and. 
Uh, yeah, so I've worked at MS uh, for four years and uh, uh, I do really like it. It's uh, uh, amazing. I'm a bunch of uh, c uh, c uh, colleagues and uh, uh, um, uh, friends. Uh, to, uh, it's really like to have and to have always, always, no matter what, um, uh, been um, uh, understanding and patient. Uh, it was my stammer. Um, uh, so I can really lucky uh, um, uh, to have that. And in terms of how my stomach affects it, um, I guess in the beginning when I joined the, the working world, um, um, you could say, um, I didn't uh, uh, kind of really think much of it. I thought, you know, like it was just like a, a college and uni, like meet new people and I'd obviously adjust and I and I really did like ever since I've worked for MNF so I've really become like more confident and I really my speech has obviously in um I've become like more accepting on my speech as well but I think it can affect it because I am talking all day long and that's okay but uh, I think that it's more than anything since working with people and obviously uh, my recent badge um, launch it has actually it affected my uh, um, uh, dama uh, in a positive way, in a way that uh, I never really expected. Wow. And I, and I, what I found is that it makes me laugh that people with a stammer, they they all seem to love talking roles, despite having a stand like mm. they all seem to love, I know, so, so I went through a trend by accident, just like talking to different people, like public speaker, like journalist, mm -hmm. someone who works, who's a man, who's a case manager and talks to different people, and, or one is a performance coach for a football team, and it's like, these are the types of jobs where, younger people with stammer would be afraid of but also mm -hmm. now we sort of don't see that aspect and like my company are very open about it and well I'm very open about it to them and they're being very mm -hmm. and they've been amazing about it so supportive and like they let me host stammer stories live at the office and but it's really interesting seeing how much I've taught them about stammer and how mm -hmm. like in certain situations then I've gone or when I've gone in a meeting after I was saying, oh, I stammered so badly in my meeting, and they've gone, no, you didn't. I was like, I definitely did, but they said, no, you didn't stammer at all, because, but also I get way more nervous talking to my team than I do for any other, like, press on my TEDx. So, fun fact, for my TEDx, did a 
practice run through for my team and mm-hmm. being text, I was way more nervous for the run through of my team because it's people who I know. Really? And mm-hmm. I get way more nervous doing it in front of people who I know than I do in to people who I don't because they don't know my story. So it feels more mm-hmm. open. But it's a really in, 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 in interesting aspect, like working retail. And like there's lots of customers facing roles that actually what you've done, which we'll talk about now, is your is your stammer badge and the symbol. When actually there's so many roles that actually like be so beneficial to like if it's mm-hmm. cabin like if it's cabin crew or like other supermarkets or, or if it's like any retail shops, like if it's like in a in a hospital where if it's a nurse or there's so many useful functions that it could happen but I, i'd love to know where did the idea come from but how did you make it happen um uh, uh, so um um it, 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 i remember um when i was younger uh but you probably do as well uh so like uh, so you had a uh uh, cover teacher uh, they'd have a list they'd everybody in their class and they'd list if you had a nut allergy if you had uh, the learning um, uh, um, uh, 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 someone had to, uh, um, additional learning needs or anything like that and uh, I was wasn't wasn't ever on the list. Although, yeah, so I was the one who did time and patience, like someone who had the additional learning needs would would require the time and patience. Um, uh, I would never be on a list, and although all the teachers to 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 obviously knew about uh, uh, um, um, uh, my stammer, like someone who's never worked with me before, never talked with me, they would have no idea. Yeah. So it was already then uh, comfortable the position with me and them. Well, they'd have no idea it had a stammer in it till I uh, opened my mouth. And I guess, uh, I guess I just really wanted to, to make a difference, to begin to make a difference, because I remember it wasn't until my uh, till my mum uh, um, uh, she made a speech to tell my older teachers, I think I was in year nine, then I made a speech to one of my teachers about um, uh, uh, about um, uh, uh, stammering and what I needed and any future pause we needed, uh, I would need. And I remember her coming, um, uh, uh, um, uh, coming home, she told me 
one of the teachers who would uh, ask her, so what uh, will it ever go away? And how, how will I know what Megan wants? My mum said, it uh, uh, may go away, it may not, it's unlikely it will. And ask Megan what uh, uh, Megan wants. I, I often feel like because you have a uh, you have a stammer, people sometimes uh, think you are uh, unable to uh, uh, to actually uh, be give yourself, and I think they often think because you can't uh, um, uh, 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 because you can't sometimes uh, say your name. They think they look at uh, uh, like you really um uh, um. Uh, stupid sometimes and that it's one of the things which uh, I don't want to uh, change across because just because we don't uh, um, uh, media uh, uh, know the answer to the question but it does not mean we're silly or anything like that. It just means we need more time. And ultimately, like scenarios like that, it is why I decided to make the badge and I come up with the idea and I submitted the symbol I made, which Eminus had to amend, uh, but uh, my symbol is the is uh, is uh, is uh, the world's uh, first one, and I'm really proud of that. And wow. how it came about was at MNS. We have a scheme uh, where you submit ideas to the CEO, in which can uh, um, uh, benefit colleagues and customers alike. Can I thought? Well, you know what. There's no symbol for us, but there is one for everybody else. And I thought, you know, like I'll submit it and see what they say. You know, my colleagues supported it, they shared it, they like to honor teams, all of this. And I wasn't expecting, I was expecting them to. Uh, see uh, to read it and the team uh, to work of this game, which is a titled um, uh, suggest uh, to sh uh, sh uh, sh uh, sh uh, uh, it's called um, uh, suggested to sh do it. He's the CEO from the team who work for him uh, and with him um i was expecting them to to read it acknowledge it uh, then maybe do something 
a thing. Uh, um, uh, 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 there wasn't they were expecting them to say yes. Actually, uh, I can make it happen with me. Like I just wasn't ever expecting it. Um, like so, yeah, I'm just really, really proud of myself. Wow, it is honestly amazing. And who told you when you found out that they said yes? So, um, uh, um, it was announced. I had, um, I received an email uh, from uh, the um uh, team who uh, deal with all the ideas and, um. Uh, and uh, when you submit it, uh, it's on a uh, Teams. Uh, so you, uh, it's like an online uh, platform. Uh, form you can watch uh, your idea uh, be. Uh, so uh, the first um, uh, hurdle that's been acknowledged. A uh, uh, second hurdle. Uh, they talk to you about it kind of thing and the third hurdle is a verdict I guess and, uh, and for about a week or two uh, I'd obviously watch the idea uh, get countless likes uh, and uh, shares and work its way up and I wasn't in uh, till uh, two weeks later I had an email and I was at work at the time helping a customer. One of my managers said, Meg, 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 like, come out, come out. Uh, checked my email and I was like, oh my gosh, it's been uh, accepted. And it's a yes. And I, I couldn't honestly believe it because, yeah, I'm just amazed. I really am. Wow, it is honestly absolutely amazing. And yeah, it is absolutely unreal what you did and hats off to you because it, it's the first, and I, as I mentioned before, it, it's the start of mm -hmm. other companies need to do it. So well done. It is. On, um, Thank you. And then when I saw it, I, I was like, that is such a good idea. And have you had... Have you heard of other people use the symbol yet? Um, um, uh, 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 I've had some emails uh, uh, from um, other businesses who have said uh, um, how, um, 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 how um, it, amazing it is and how in the future how they like it, to use symbol, so either they'd use uh, the amended one uh, that MS have amended, could have my original symbol, or or they could use my symbol. So, uh, so I'm hoping of that uh, I can obviously get in contact with other business. Because uh, other supermarket and other retailers and getting in contact and uh, and um uh, basically uh, uh, say I'd like to help you do this because it, it, it already it's made a world of difference with people like me. Yeah, 
And, oh yeah, it's just amazing. And so we sort of spoke about this in one aspect, but we talk, we always talk about how having a job back requires speaking to those people may be quite hard for someone with stammer. But actually, that affects lots of people's jobs because lots of people work in retail. And, and what advice would you give to someone who wants to work in a retail environment but is afraid of their doing that type of role with a stammer? Um, uh, um, it, I guess my advice be just to go for it because because uh, 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 um uh, you shouldn't be uh, treat it any differently because you have a stammer at all. But the only difference that you may need is more time and patience. And that's that's okay. Um, so yeah, and if you do go in to a work environment and they do treat you differently because you have a stammer Please. in a negative way, then you know where to go. Go find the door and you know where to go because having a stammer uh, makes me who I am and without when I wouldn't be who I am than where I am uh, 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 today uh, uh, then I am honestly uh, um, a, a proud uh, to uh, uh, stammer because it's made me uh, uh, who I am today and it just encourages me to want to make more uh, uh, to make a difference to people like you and me as well yeah and I absolutely love that advice but also just don't let your stammer hold you back from doing whatever job do what job that you want to do and don't let your stammer come on the forefront because the, mm -hmm. the more you own your stammer the easier that decision will come but also just so if you're worried wor about it mention it up, up front because you'll quickly find out how that company will react to your mm -hmm. stammer when you mention it so to Don't hide it because you're not being your true, your true self. And and that's not good. If you're not showing your true personality and you're hiding your stammer, just be open about it because you'd be so surprised by, by how open people are about it. Mm -hmm. And so we spoke about how like the stigma isn't that good and like how people think that they're helping us, but actually it's the worst thing that they could be doing. But also the mm -hmm. stigma around like bullying and the mental health aspect of stammering isn't that good, but also just the overall stigma around stammering isn't the best. What um what are your thoughts on this? Like the stigma around the current stigma around stammering? Um, I would say, because uh, I've uh, uh, only ever really experienced a a what uh, I see the minimal amount of of um uh um negativity um with my stammer. I've had the odd mimic when I was younger ignored it uh, 
um, uh, protectors more about uh, than it uh, does me. And uh, yeah, because I've had negative comments at work from people who um, uh, uh, are classic to me done again. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I've had it all before. I don't care. But, but I think my general uh, thoughts on this stigma is that there simply isn't enough awareness or understanding of it. And that is part of the problem because the more people who are aware of what one is and aware of how the perk uh, talking to who has a stammer, how they want to be spoken to to listen to is really really important and it's like when people uh, uh, in, to, to interrupt you uh, or they say take your time it's no problem or or calm down uh, there's no rush does much as that uh, does that's their way of helping and they think they're helping Sometimes they're not, and that is it's not because they're ignorant to, towards it or they're impatient. It's actually because there's just not uh, enough awareness. Yeah, and, and, and I think that's the thing. It's just people know about STEM, but there's not enough awareness around what it actually is, and I think, mm. but also how it affects, because I think, but also there's only a few situations where people know staring like mushy from educating Yorkshire. Sorry. But I think people think of staring from only a few situations, like mm-hmm. Mushy from Educating Yorkshire, who was actually amazing. Got the oh, King's Speech. Now you got the King's mm. Speech. Well, those are actually the only scenarios and now the incredible my lovely lovely friend Jesse Jesse and mm-hmm. Minnie Darling Beauty <laughs> they are now the who people think of and stammering but actually there are so mm-hmm. many everyday heroes they have astounding amazing stuff when actually let's talk about those people let's talk to those people hear mm-hmm. their thoughts but also people who stammer talk to other people who stammer like build that Mm. community aspect because one of the things that I find about what people think about stammering is that it's a very self-isolating topic Mm. and but actually it's not because there's 70 million people in in the world who stammer so you're definitely not by yourself there are other people other like the online stammer community is huge like it's so supportive. And like, really? Mm. But like, that's how we met, like through the online stammer community. And like, there are so many guests who I've had on for a podcast who I've met online doing amazing things. And it and it's amazing. Like, I think the stammer hashtag on TikTok, it may not just be about stammering. I know how some mm-hmm. hashtags work. But it has like 20 yeah. point, 20 points on your billion videos on it oh like my it, gosh really it's crazy oh, wow. like how high how many p how many times that 
hashtag has been used and it's just like mm. that's crazy and but, it really is oh, um uh when it really is like i remember when i was younger i uh, 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 feel like girls you're the only one who ever had a stammer obviously we knew that not the only one uh, but it's how it makes you feel and it wasn't until I went to the microphone of a course that I kind of realized look you're not the only one uh, and how you feel it's normal and that's I think the online community is is amazing and I'm really proud to, to be a part of it now oh well we it's a great community so I've got a question that I ask all my guests, but I don't give you notice beforehand. What was the question is, okay. when you think of someone famous who stammers, who do you think of? Oh, gosh. Um, uh, when I was younger, um, uh, there was a Gareth um, Gates, and then I watched the King's Speech. And uh, whereas obviously now, the first I think of is obviously Mimi Darling. Oh. because uh, she uh, though I don't have a TikTok I've obviously seen her video we were talking last week and uh, she was amazed uh, uh, um, uh, the idea and uh, uh, the difference I've made and it's just uh, uh, the work that you're doing now is helping everybody come together that should celebrate having a stammer because yes there are days where you hate it when you never had one but it's actually it, it, it is you and if you didn't have a stammer you probably wouldn't be meeting the people you're meeting or the opportunities you have yeah, and yeah, I absolutely love that. So I've got one one question that I've asked a few guests. No, I, I, I've shared my experience many times, so I won't share my experience again. Was basically, so it's, would you say the pandemic has affected your stammer? Like mine got affected by working from home, by doing lots of team calls, but now from using that time, it's the best it's ever been. So how has your stammer been, or how was it during the pandemic? So uh, the pandemic, obviously, it was uh, an uh, adjustment uh, for everybody in every way. Um, and to the beginning, I was very nervous um, uh, because you like all the horrible things that happened. Like uh, the beginning, it did get. Uh, kind of worse um at the time there's a halfway uh, through doing my university course you know go um you fine arts obviously that affect to that 
um, um, uh, but apart uh, from the uh, uh, the certain of the situation, like it did make me nervous, and that's I think everybody felt like that. Uh, but in a way, because I was working from home, making art from home, I was obviously working in the pandemic, like. They still went to work every day, and in a way, I think if I didn't, if I didn't have to go out to work, and if I didn't have the benefit of having the room to to make art at home, like I think it would have affected me more than it did. Yeah. Uh, so all in all, I think <laughs> it was a horrible time, obviously. Um. Uh. Uh. But ultimately, I think it, it did affect. It, did, it didn't it affect it in a way that I thought it would. Yeah, and well, it's just been really, really good to hear, and like some have been not affected by it or like some it's actually mm. helped people best demo because mm. they've been slowing like their life slowed down mm. and actually from their life slowing down like the stamina got more relaxed and more easy however some it got quite bad because it was not socializing mm. but it's just really good to hear like how it's affected different people in different ways but also just just accepting it like we say just like mm. what will be will be so I've got one last yeah. question to ask you, Megan. Okay. And could you give three pieces of advice to someone who stammers and but also three pieces of advice to someone who doesn't stammer? What would they be? Oh gosh, wow. Okay. Um so I'll begin. Uh, the advice of people who don't have a stammer and I think the first piece would be um, uh, um, uh, don't interrupt uh, people who uh, talk and hear a stammer a second uh, piece would Ask the person who has a who you're talking to that has a stammer. Ask them what they'd like because every stammer is different uh, because everybody everybody is obviously different. Uh, so ask the person what they want uh, from you. Uh, and the uh, third uh, piece would be uh, maybe uh, educate uh, yourself if you have, if you're able to do so. And uh, for example, um, uh, Google, uh, how can I help someone who's a stammer? Or listening to uh, to uh, to podcasts like this, which are now available. So 
uh, educate yourself the best you can uh, because that will help you and the person who you're talking to who has a stammer and that's the advice for someone who does have a stammer. Um, I would say don't ever let it hold you back ever once you accept it and you uh, say look uh, they might always have this and that's okay and it is okay when the more you accept it uh, you'll find how you become uh, um, uh, um, uh, um, um, uh, more confident, and you'll see that your sp- uh, that your stammer is in fact a positive thing. Uh, makes who you are. Uh, second uh, piece is uh, do not be afraid to ask for help. Um, it's obviously very different when you're younger because your parents or guardians are typically there and who will assist you in getting the therapy you need if you want it and even as an adult if you need a five minute break um, um, from a meeting that's okay and it's okay to ask for help, even if you've had a stereodama uh, all of your life. And, it, uh, and those around you, your loved ones or whoever, they'll obviously be there to help you because uh, they'll never be afraid to, uh, to ask for help. And uh, the uh, 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 third piece would uh, be, if you can, if you want to um, uh, get involved in the uh, on the line community that there is because it is the real I opener and you're just watching the video of it's about someone who's raising awareness of what it's like to have a stammer or uh, listening to, to a podcast maybe or or reading an article about uh, 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 about uh, having a stammer or or getting in touch with your local uh, youth group for example Paul, who uh, uh, maybe they have one uh, for people, uh, Paul, like us, who do have a stammer. So it's like getting involved with in any way you can and in a way you're comfortable doing uh, makes you feel less alone and everyone just loves you as well. So, yeah, mm. uh, get involved where you can. <laughs> I absolutely love it. And Megan, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure hearing your story, but also you're doing amazing stuff. So thank you for coming on.
Dinner. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. That's okay. And thank you to our listeners for listening to this episode today. As I mentioned before, we've got some really exciting guests coming on. Um, I'm very excited to see the podcast grow. Make sure to catch up on our on our International Stammer Stories live episode, which you'll be now be able to listen to on all platforms for the wonderful Mimi Darling Beauty. And it is a great conversation, and I'm sure you won't want to miss it. But also make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, where we post different updates for the upcoming episodes facts but also just everyday stammering situations to help you realize that it is okay so see you next time in two weeks thanks bye